We just had a very illuminating conversation with Louise about something, and I, I really wish we could talk about it. You are filthy, you know that. You're uh, you're you're very foul mouthed. Foul mouthed, filthy, not so much, but foul mouthed, yeah. Can I just say, and there's no reason why women shouldn't be foul mouthed. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to. Uh, you start off every in, week with an apology. Impose my masculinity. No, he starts I, every week with an insult, and it, then he goes, yeah. "Oh God, I got to pull her back." Yeah, because because what you got to know is I insult everybody. Mm-hmm. It's I not just because you're a female. But I hope you realise that. I thought it was the Irish thing and the fact that I remind you of your Irish mother, and in some ways you're in awe slash terrified of me. This is yeah, there is. There. But, yeah, no, that is that is absolutely on the nose. That is, oh God, I might have to take a moment to go and just think about my mother feelings. What a lovely moment to uh, change gears and say welcome to Board Game Thing, uh, the weekly board games podcast powered by Zatu Games, exploring uh, school schoolyard games and the table talk that surrounds board games. Uh, this is a very interesting, different episode. I'm Andy Bush, we've got Louise over there, we've got Brian there as well. Good to have you guys all here. How come do you get to say your surname? We don't get to say our surnames. You are... Oh, is it because I'm like Beyonce? I don't need a you just need. Yeah, She's exactly. Madonna. Um, can I just say, before we get into this week's episode, it's good to be back. I've been off with this uh, nightmare oh, cold yeah. thing. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, trying to get through last week for me was like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and The Revenant, just been crawling along. Have you guys been okay? Have you been fortified against any of this stuff? Been fine. No uh, no colds, flus, or anything like that? No, no COVIDs? Louise, you've been okay? I've been perfect. It makes me feel like I shouldn't even say that, because as soon as you say, I've been great, I've been fine, it okay. hits. And you... You know, it was difficult working you with sure? you last you week, quite, Bush. You look quite pasty. A little bit Shut pasty. Up, Brian. So look. Um, it was really difficult working with you, that's all I'm saying. You were slow, slower than usual, I feel slow. I feel, um, you know, like if you you were to run up the stairs to go and get something from upstairs, I'd be out of breath. That's, that was the vibe I had last week. Yeah, and I kind of just wanted to kick you as well, because you I, were already weak, and I just wanted to really just land that last kick. Also, look at my eyes. Look how tiny my little... Your little beady eyes. Little tiny... Uh, uh, the kind of little glass eyes that you get in uh, uh, an old teddy bear. What's wrong with your eyes, though? They just feel tiny. I'd love to measure your eyes to see if they are smaller than average eyes. Uh, we are moving on because this is a uh, Christmas special. And you're probably thinking to yourself, it's not Christmas yet. Why are the board game thing team doing a Christmas special? Well, we thought we'd help you out because uh, if you're one of those people a little bit useless about getting Christmas presents sorted, and you know with like shipping and stuff, it's tricky at the moment. Get ahead of the game. We're going to talk during the course of this episode about what games Sorry. are going to be absolutely perfect for Christmas presents as we head towards Christmas 2021. I mean, before we even get started on it, have you got all your stuff sorted for like buying presents used to? Uh, I will be completely honest. Uh, my wife does all of, I mean, all of the Christmas shopping. She's done it all already. And uh, the, All already? She's you know already what, done it already. Yeah, the, do you know what the best thing is? The, you know when you have the wonder of Christmas, when your children open the presents on yeah. Christmas Day and the wonder in their eyes? The wonder's in my eyes as well because I've got no idea what's in these boxes <laughs> when they open them. It's the first time you've seen so, it. So, yeah, I'm terrible at Christmas shopping because so she just handles it all. The only thing I have to buy is her present and... Usually, I get myself a little present because my presents aren't great. Because when you're a dad, you just get socks. I've heard you moan about your 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 quality of presents a couple <laughs> yeah. of times now. A couple of years on the trot, you've yeah. had a moan. And it's about fine. It. I can do this here. This is a safe space for me because there's no way my wife doesn't listen to this. Podcast. And there's a safe in the corner, um, literally a safe space. Yeah. yeah. So uh, all done, my end. Okay, so you're sorted. Actually, you you mentioned where we are recording right now, and this is a bit of breaking news for you. Obviously, we are recording this in the gorgeous uh, uh, drafts in Hackney. Uh, in East London, uh, and it's a beautiful venue, proper old building. Uh, we spoke to uh, the owner, Nick, a bit earlier on, uh, because if you are regular listeners to this podcast, you'll notice that there we keep talking about this safe, this strange 
1930s American-style safe that's in the corner of our recording area here. Uh, owner of Drafts and lovely all-round chap, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Nick, told us a bit of the history behind this room. Have a listen to this. I did. You didn't sell it, did you? Well, Bush had a bit, yeah. So, 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 what, so what was the story behind it? So it used to be a, a pie mash shop. It was F. Cook Pie Mash um, up until 1997-ish, I think. And then it was a uh, dump, uh, dumpling and dim sum place, which was Shanghai. But uh, before that, it was the um, F. Cook Pie Mash that they said was their Buckingham Palace of pie mash up. So uh, the office upstairs, which has a huge John Tan safe that is about five feet tall and wide. They, I don't know, but I think they sold a lot of eels and pie mash and, and filled it, yeah. So now we use it as a kind of board game reveal safe. So we put a board game in there, turn the lights on and open it up and show what is the game of the week, yeah. And Louise got in it the other day. That's that a bad idea? Well, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, <laughs> It actually gives me nightmares thinking somebody might actually lock it somehow with someone in there. So, uh, do you know the do you know the combination to get it open? No, it, it requires a key, and I have about five dozen keys that I've n- oh tried, and none of them work. Oh my yeah. god! I'm not doing that again, Bush. So there you go, Louise. If you'd have got in that safe, well, he doesn't even have the key, or he might have the key. He doesn't even know 100. percent It could have been it. It's ter- I know, and we did it in such you know we did it with such good vibes a couple of weeks ago, and now I'm terrified of that safe. I don't want to go anywhere near it anymore. Yeah, but did you have a look, another go in? Go on. <laughs> Stop at you. He, I don't think you were here for this. Nick said that there's half a dozen, what did he say, two dozen keys? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. one of them, but he's no idea. Imagine, imagine, imagine we've got a phone up. Dave's at you, right? Boss is at you games. And say, you know, you know Louise, who we've got, we've got on the podcast this season. Brilliant Louise. Bit of a problem. She's locked in the safe. She's in, in, in a safe. Having got a really long drill. Bushy's board game thing. Weirdly, speaking of uh, escape and all that kind of stuff, let's start then with with one of the Christmas games that are going to be uh, people are going to be going mad for this Christmas. And of course, you can get all these games on Zatu's website. Uh, is the Exit Advent Calendar? So Exit is like a, a series of escape room uh, board games, and they've done an Advent Calendar. Uh, do you guys have Advent calendars? Is this a thing that you have in your house, Louise? Do you do love advent cal- an Advent Calendar? Uh, let's look at some more games that are going to be big. Um, Christmas this year. We're trying to help you out with your Christmas list here on Board Game Thing. So the next two on the list are Robin Hood, which we talked about before. Love Robin Hood. Fantastic. Love the cartoon, love the film, etc. And of course, this is a game that's huge. We've mentioned it. Um, we've done an entire episode on it. We mentioned it quite a few times. Is June. And Brian, did you finally get to go and finally see June? Finally see June. Uh, I cannot highly recommend it enough. Uh, however, I don't know how this happened. I accidentally went to a screening which had subtitles. I've got no idea why they had subtitles. Possibly, which is a good thing, obviously, maybe for people who are hard of hearing, I don't yeah. know. Right. Um, but I, I, li- I, like, I like subtitles. I'll put I subtitles like... on Netflix stuff, even if I, it's in English. I Always. Put, because my snacking is so loud. I heard that rumour. <laughs> Your snacking is so loud. What do you know what I mean? Because I'm just like snacking all, yeah. all the time. And so actually, I'm like, I need the subtitles. It was useful because there was someone next to me going at it with the popcorn. But so, I fr- so you you eat so loud you can't hear the TV. So like a hot pack of crisps or some popcorn or something. And so, and maybe I like, to, and I'm not for this, but I might look at my phone once or twice. I want to be able to just look up and see exactly what's happening. But usually the snacking oh. is so loud I need the subtitles. I bet your other half, Tom, I bet he gets, do you have to keep asking him for an update on what's going on? No, I'm not like that at all. He's the one who asks for an update. And I'm like, I didn't write this don't ask me we're looking at it at the same time if i was going out with you i it wouldn't happen obviously uh, no but that's not no, not in a bad way i'm just saying that um oh, you, oh god go on, oh, hang go on, on you know on. what i mean you know what i mean uh, in a, yeah. yeah uh i would do the thing i do to my wife which is i would uh pass ag stop yeah. stop it yeah i wouldn't say anything i'll just wait until you're finished and i'll just go you finished 
then I'll start it again. Yeah. So, yeah, what you do is you, you huff, <sighs> press pause, slam the remote down on the table. You've got to change your whole body position. Yeah, and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, what? Did you get that? Did you get Did that? Because that's an important plot point, which is going to come back later, okay? There's a reason why he's put that on the, on the mantelpiece, all right? No, Just... I, I got to say, I am the telly person in our house. He thinks I watch way too much telly, which I don't. And he's not really invested. And what really annoys me is that he'll get up and go to the loo. And I'll go, oh, I'll pause it. And he'll go, no, 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 don't bother. I'm like, of course I'm going to pause yeah. it. You're leaving the room. That's what my other half Katie does that. I said, no, it's fine. I was like, well, I'll have to explain it, won't I? So let's just pause the damn thing. Or do you know what else? Which I really hate. Sorry, I'm ranting now. I know. He'll go to bed half an hour before the end of something. Oh, that is... Well, that's amazing. an absolute baller move. That's what a guy. Like, oh, I want to meet him. There's only 20 minutes left. <laughs> Stay here. You want to... And I... No. Just now, can't. now the interesting thing you mentioned June because um I, I've been try- I had tickets to go and see it as I mentioned at the start I was I was I was poorly the other week so I, I couldn't go I had to give up my tickets which was awful uh, and the the only thing that I can get to in terms of a screening of it now because obviously as a film goes on in the cinemas you get less and less opportunities yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a mother and baby don't screening do it. don't do it do not do it why what is a mother and baby screening it's where, it's where you can go because I think fair play you need somewhere to go okay I'll take this okay yeah, I'm yeah, a yeah. one <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Basically, when you're on maternity leave, you might not have other friends on maternity leave, and you're stuck in the house, yeah. breastfeeding, whatever, and they put on these special showings where you and other mothers can go so you can breastfeed, and if your baby cries, you're not like... Because oh, you right. understand it. So yeah. it's this really nice space for pregnant women on maternity leave to go to. They get out of the house and they get to have a bit of entertainment. But do like a group of pregnant women, uh, or you know, people, women with babies, want to go and sit through a, a three-hour-long science Loads fiction? Loads of my friends. Anything, yeah. anything to get out. <laughs> anything. Uh, a couple of other games that are going to be big this Christmas. Uh, Micro Macro Crime City. We have to play that at some point. It's supposed to be absolutely brilliant. Uh, and then the Crew Crime City, which is a trick-taking card game with a deep-sea theme. I think it's time for Brian's Board Game Fact of the Week. Brian's Board Game Fact of the Week. Right, it's, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. Well, it's not Christmas now. No, yeah. But maybe it is Christmas. Maybe you're listening to this on Christmas Day. Imagine if you listen. Like, why would you be listening to this on That'd Christmas Day? That would be so Day? good. Yeah. It'd if be like having your friends around, wouldn't it? Yeah, if your friends are three weirdos, yeah. <laughs> Talking about board games on Christmas Day. Yeah, enough what about are you doing listening to this on Christmas Day? I don't if, think anyone... Can I just break it? No one's listening to this on if, Christmas Day. If you are listening to this mad. on Christmas Day, get in touch at Board Game Thing on Instagram. Please. Just yep. let us know. Um, so, Christmas, warm, fuzzy feelings, obviously. Best time of the year. It's I love the most, it. most wonderful time of the year. It is the most So I'm going to give you three facts that are going to burst the myth of Christmas. How's oh. about that? Oh, for God's yeah. sake. Don't ruin Christmas yeah. for everyone, Brian. You, you might already know this one. You know how Santa Claus is dressed in red? Yep. Fur trim and all that? Uh-huh. The, one of the most traditional things of Christmas only came around in like the late 1930s. What he was he in before that? Green. He was always green before Oh my God, that. he's Irish. Hello there. Hello I'm coming there down the chimney. chimney. Clear some room. Would you like some turtles? <laughs> So um, why, why, why did he change his outfit? Because of Coca-Cola. Oh, they're nice. the first Stop. one. They were the first ones to portray him having uh, the red suit, and it just stuck after that. I don't know if I believe this. Well, it's yeah. true. So I mean, who knows? It's true. It might not be true. <laughs> so what was he before though? Like, what was it? Was he called? Fa- he was called Father Christmas Santa. Yeah, all that. But you know, when you look at Santa, the archetypal Santa is is jolly and fat. He wasn't as fat. And he would wear the the red suit with the trim on it. Yeah. Before that, it was a green suit, or it was other other stuff he would wear, like leather jackets and that. Flipping ass. Imagine Santa in a leather jacket. <laughs> gritty, a gritty reboot by the guy that did June. Yeah, and like Nick Cotton. Hello, Ma. <laughs> There's number one, bursting the myth of Christmas. Like it. Uh, number two, mistletoe. 
one of the best symbols of Christmas. You kiss people under it, obviously. Christmas time. Mistletoe. Mistletoe Was Cliff Richard big in Ireland? What do you think? Obviously. Probably, yeah, because of the God stuff. Do you all right? Because of the God stuff and because he's so like Daniel O'Donnell. We yeah. love that. It's weird you say Daniel O'Donnell, right? One of the, one, I've been to Ireland a load of times. We went to Donegal. Donegal, yeah. Donegal. Someone's uh, doing all right for themselves. I just went for a little day trip around Donegal. And uh, he he was visiting. Daniel O'Donnell was visiting. It was everyone just... It was like the Pope was was there. I, there was people hanging out of windows and stuff. I, I don't understand it. He's huge. Uh, but you, someone else was saying this to me recently. He's quite big here as well. Is he with a certain demographic? Yeah, the Irish demographic. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah, my mum and dad. <laughs> hey, do you, are you, do you remember Seamus Moore, the JCB man? No. Okay, maybe it was... I think it was a thing that... You know how, like... Um, Fun-loving criminals are an American band, but they were only big yeah, in, yeah. in England. Yeah. I think Seamus Moore, the JCB man, would sing songs about being in a JCB. I don't know why. I think he was only big in England with the Irish community. Anyway, we've gone off on a how many tangent. how many albums about JCB? Oh, we got they? a good two or three albums out of it. Yeah, he must he have got really annoyed with that. Nis, is it Nis Low P? Who did the JCB song? <laughs> the Nicky my idea. Yeah, yeah, that's his he would, thing. He would do his shows in a in a JCB boiler suit. I'm yeah. not sure if... Okay. I think you dreamt this. Yeah. No, Shailish Moore, the JCB man, does exist. Anyway, there's a massive tangent. Anyway, mistletoe, that's where we started. Yeah. Um, one of the most lovely symbols of Christmas actually means dung on a leaf. Comes from the German Means what? Word, dung on a leaf. Oh, so it's a dye on a leaf. Dung on a leaf, because it looks like a little bit of dung on a leaf, and the Germans called it that, and they're, they're a very literal nation. Yeah. So they called it mistletoe. Mistletoe. Dung on a leaf. For example, Germans call um, shaving foam barber scum. They do, and they call hospitals. Is it Krankenhaus? It's a Krankenhaus. Anyway, there you go. Anyway, uh, there's there's your second myth of Christmas burst. Brilliant. Hope you're having a great time. If you are listening to them, listening to this on Christmas Day, last one, Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. Oh no. Rudolph oh. the red nosed reindeer. Don't don't ruin him. Don't Probably. ruin him. Probably. Well, like he's a pedo or something. No, he's not a pedo. <laughs> and how would that work anyway? Hooves. <laughs> yeah, that'd be um, weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> he's doing swimming club. Uh, the red nose is because he's a functioning alcoholic. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, again, one of the most time-honored traditions of um, Christmas, right? How far do you think back Rudolph dates? The myth of Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. Oh, I bet it's only like something silly, like thirty years old or something. Is it's it? Nineteen thirties again. It was a made-up story to advertise a department store's Christmas department. Oh, so you got you got Father Christmas in red because of Coca-Cola. Yeah. Pepsi must have been fuming. Yeah. And then you got Rudolph, who's got a red nose because he's just a department store thing. I, I want to go back to like the eighteen hundreds. It's like a more simple time. Yeah. But I mean? then you probably die of like consumption. So swings around. Yeah, it swings around about. Anyway, I hope you're all having a wonderful Christmas. If you're listening to this <laughs> round the table. <laughs> Get in touch. <laughs> uh, Brian, thank you for a brilliant board game fact of the week. Let's bang on with our Christmas list. More games that are going to be hot this Christmas if you want to get your shopping sorted early. Uh, a, ne- a game that's got a fantastic name, Taco Hat Cake Gift Pizza. I've got no idea what it's about. I'm impressed you got that out in one go. Give us say. it again. Taco Hat Cake Gift Pizza. Now wow. do it without looking at the screen. No, I can't do He's it. He's got a terrible short-term memory. Terrible. I, I've got your names written down on my hands, yeah, the pair of you. Uh, Seven Wonders Architect like as well. Uh, yeah, it is. I have to keep writing stuff down about the day. Uh, Louise, um, we've had a couple of people message uh, at Board Game Thing to want to know how things have uh, panned out with your... You told us the other week about your hairdresser. You cheated on your hairdresser and you oh ended the God, relationship. Oh, my God, it bit me in the bottom. What happened? I got some bad karma because of that. Because as you know, I, I ghosted I him. He's got split ends in the... Um... <laughs> <laughs> I ghosted him, as you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I booked this new place in a salon that has like warm Toilets, water and warm stuff. Water. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 
<laughs> it didn't really go much better in the new place. Well, it kind of did. So basically, they cancelled on me on the morning off. How did you, Anna, how do you like that? I hated uh, it. Yeah. I know. This yeah. one's saying it's your, karma. It is karma. Medicine. Anyway, I tried to get um, rebooked in. I have to say the receptionist was awful. She'd leave these big four-hour, five-hour gaps between emails. They didn't even ring me. They emailed me. Look, I was on the bloody email. And then I finally got booked in for the Sunday morning. I arrived. They were like, no, we have no, uh, oh. we have no appointment with you. So you've not your had name. your hair cut yet. So I was like, this is an, an insight into my life. I was like, I am not leaving. This building. Wow, you're one of them. Somebody sorts out my hair. They're like, "Well, Miss Maloney, it's um, you know, it's a Sunday morning, and two people have called in sick." I was like, "I am not leaving this building until somebody sorts out my hair." They're like, "No problem, take a seat, have a cup of tea." Wow. And I was like, "Boom!" I, I remember my dad getting the chef out when we went for a meal, like at the Bernie Inn once when we were kids. <laughs> and me and my brother, which <laughs> is like mortified. a seventeen-year-old. <laughs> so not my fault. Any chips? You, I can't believe you hardballed them. I mean, well, I had to. And it's funny you should say that about your dad. My mom used to complain in McDonald's. I was like, Mom, you can't complain here. She'd Where like, are the nice chips, and forks? These, no, she'd go, these chips are cold. And I'd be like, yeah, we're in McDonald's. Like, chill out. It's not going to be piping hot. So you, can, well, you, can go somewhere. you can't go forwards now. You, so you can't now show your face I in that place another now. place. But wait oh till you hear. It's in a tower block in Hackney. And he has a salon in his flat. What? Would you never learn? Listen, I'll make an offer, right? Me and Andy. No. We don't know how to cut hair. We'll have a go, though. We'll have an absolute... One of us cuts, one of us colours. Exactly, there yeah. you go. We're absolutely not doing that. But I'm kind of excited about going up an old council tower block to get my hair done and hear the stories. Another Maloney, Louise Maloney uh, haircut cliffhanger for you there on Board Game Thing. Do let people know when you're going, where you're going. Yeah, yeah. Just leave a note on the fridge. So. Um, and you, you can, if you have done some high-level complaining, tell, tell us about it uh, at Board Game Thing as well. Uh, just talking about Board Game Thing on Instagram, um, uh, we, we did a poll the other week. Of Remember we, I was talking about I, I like to break down all of my board game pieces into you hobby do. boxes. Thank you to everybody who voted on our poll that we were running on Instagram. Uh, no one's backed me up really, 61% of people said that they had no idea what the hell I was talking about. So thanks for that. And uh, we segue from this into the world of Louise's board game character backstory service. There are loads of great board games out there you can buy for Christmas, but some of the people on the box covers don't have a backstory. We're going to put that right now. Who, who are you going to be doing today, Louise? Okay, so in honour of the fact that it's Christmas and we're doing a Christmas special, I'm featuring probably not one of the more uh, well-known games, but it's bloody brilliant. It's the Die Hard board game. I only, oh. I only found I out recently... This play was the that. thing. We should play it. It's supposed to be really good. Really, really good. There's one, there was like a glut of like uh, movie board games that came out. It's one of them. And more specifically, the blonde baddie from Die Hard. As everyone knows, oh, Die yes. Hard is a Christmas film. Now, yes. I have to say, me and my partner had a um, an argument about this. Is it a Christmas film? It's at Christmas. Or are we just used to... Is it at Christmas? Yes, yeah, set on Christmas Eve, I believe. It does make me feel Christmassy to watch yeah. it, though. And, and, and that, I mean, there's a whole scene where someone's dressed as Santa. I mean, they have been murdered, but nonetheless, they are dressed as Santa. And it's funny you should pick this guy, because um, we went to a music festival the other weekend with a load of my friends, and we took a photo of us all together on the beach. We thought, oh, lovely photo. And someone put a comment underneath the picture saying, is that the blonde South African baddie from the Die Hard movies? About my mate Jeff with ah. blonde hair? Oh, and it, the guy, the guy with... He's got really long Luscious blonde locks. He's yeah. like seven foot two. Yeah, that's yes, him. Yes, yes. So okay, uh, is this who we're talking we about here? Go. It is. Uh, so we could have gone with the martial arts baddie who eats all the chocolate bars from the shop in yes, the lobby. Remember that guy? <laughs> or the guy that hacks the vault. Oh, yes. Uh, but I've gone for the main baddie. You know the guy that looks like a cross between The Undertaker and Fabio. Oh, yes. oh what a combo. What a crossover. Always, you always got weird sort of like... Me. Way of describing people. I have a very strange taste in men as yeah. well. If they look weird and like a little bit f***ed up, I'm on, I'm on. <laughs> I'm in there. That's that's me. He probably has a name and is probably featured in the credits, but I'm just going to call him Hjergen. 
Jürgen. Jürgen. Where did he come from? Why is he such a bad boy? I mean, they did say in the film that he was part of the Hans yeah. Gruben's East German Army unit. They explained that. In the oh, that right. went rogue and became guns for hire. But what's the point of the backstory if I can't make stuff up, right? Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, yeah. Of course, your prerogative. I yeah, yeah. don't care when he went bad. What I do care about is why. Why, why? did he why go did bad? He go bad? I mean, it was like a, you know, something happened in his There's life. A lot of anger issues. He's a very angry. He was smouldering that whole film. Yeah, he was. I, I felt like he had issues, you know I mean? Absolutely. Why does he hate New York cops with balding hairlines and tall buildings? Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you strange for why. Combo. Yeah. I strange know. combo. I hope you can tell us why. Absolutely. Because when he was in his East European sixth form college, he went on a school trip to America. And more specifically, he went to New York. So what do people do when they're on holiday in New York? They visit the world's tallest skyscraper at the time, obviously, Come on, you guys, what is it? Empire State, Empire State, Empire State, State Building. Empire State Building. Did he meet Spider-Man? And you've got to remember, shh, you've got to remember that this was the early 80s, so fashion in East Germany wasn't quite up to date with Western fashion. So Jürgen had probably one of the most extreme mullets the world had ever seen Ooh, at that point. Yes, yes, yes. It's true. A New York City cop on patrol saw him and started making fun of his hair. Oh, so Why personal. would you do that? Oh, the whole class laughed at him. So he yeah, swears. Like <laughs> so he swears three things: that he's going to have the best hair in the world by 1989. Right. Which he does. He does absolutely great hair. That if he ever sees a New York City policeman, he's going to kill him. He tries to kill John McClane. You're covering off the points you know here I mean? oh, yeah. very well. And if he sees a skyscraper again, he's going to blow that mother up. He did. Wow. Well, he sort of half... He, he, John McClane stopped him, but you can understand why he wanted to do that. Yeah. So all this just mm-hmm. from a passing comment from a copper on a school trip. Well, a school trip. trip, yeah, exactly. Imagine, how did he get the job then? Do you think Hans Gruber would like, ask for CVs for people that... And he was like, I'm looking for people that hate New York City cops. Wanna, I, maybe he's attached to a lamppost. <laughs> do you need extra money? Tore off the little strip. Yeah, yeah, it was his phone number. Uh, has lovely long hair and hates skyscrapers. It's a, you know, it's very, very lucky that he found it. So, Louise, that's a fantastic uh, backstory to the Die Hard. If you're playing the Die Hard board game, whether you think it's a Christmas film or not, now you know the story behind Jürgen. I really enjoyed writing that, I have to say. Jürgen. Uh, some other games around Christmas that you might want to get your hands on. Uh, there's a Night at the Movies puzzle, a jigsaw that's going to be big this Christmas. What do you think jigsaw? Night at the Movies puzzle. So has it got lots of movies in there? I don't know. I just, I just know that it's this jigsaw, one thousand piece jigsaw puzzle that's uh, everybody's talking about because it's, it's based on Night of the Movies. That sounds pretty good. I'm a bit against jigsaws, as you know now. What's your problem with jigsaws? I can't do them. They're impossible. Well, they're not impossible. They're not. They're, they're impossible. Just, they're, you can just do them. Um, sorry, I'm sorry. Um, if anyone listening at home is a jigsaw fan, sorry about Louise's hatred of jigsaws. They just—it's a valid hobby, and they're a very. Do you know good... the Truman Show? Yeah, I feel like I'm in the Truman Show, but with jigsaws. And <laughs> you like... think someone's watching you? No, no, no. I think, I think everyone is like pretending. Oh yeah, jigsaws are really a thing, Louise, but they're not. They're they're impossible. Do you think people so are then... gaslighting you, saying that jigsaws are a thing? And yeah, not? and then I try to do one, and they're kind of going sniggering because they know I'll never be able to complete Doomed one. to fail it. Totally. If you've just completed one, because people are very proud of these things when they've done them, do send us a little picture at Board Game Thing. I always, I always feel that jigsaws are there in down the line if you're uh, incarcerated or um, like need a bit of a break, little rest at home with your family or something like that. for the soul. Yeah, sitting there in your dressing gown. Not doing for one. my soul. Uh, board Game Stock Exchange to wrap things up on this week's episode, an extremely complicated algorithm combining Zatu's top 20 games and the Board Game Geek hotness. Um, and we'll keep this Christmas theme because that's the theme of the episode. Santa Banta, 
is up there. Santa Banter, what a name for a game that is. Don't 100% know what it's all about, but it sounds good. Uh, Exit the Game Polar Station. We talked about the Exit um, uh, Advent Calendar earlier on. There's another, it's uh, it's a series of Is that up or down? Up, because it's Christmas. Uh, That's going up. Yep. These, these are going up. These, these are movies and shakers. Uh, what Next by Big Potato Games has gone Aww, top ten. One of our favourite games. Talked Love about it game. the other week on our Choose, the, Choose Your Own Adventure special. And uh, a game that's, that's number one uh, on the Board Game Geek Hotness, and it's in the top 20 on Zatu's website at the moment. It just continues to endure. Uh, Ticket to Ride, 15th Anniversary Collector's Edition. Can't beat a bit of Ticket to Ride. Did we ever play Ticket to Ride with you, Louise? No. We'll have to do a games night. I'd love to play that. that. We'll do a little comeback on that for sure. And then finally, just a little footnote. Um, remember the other week we did, Louise did the backstory to the Barbarian, the angry Barbarian on the front of Hero Quest. Hero Quest. Hero Quest has just been re-released, fresh for 2021. Because of my backstory? I think in, in oh, they part. They must have heard it. They must have heard oh, it. My have heard God, it. I'm making changes. So a lot of Kickstarter backers have just got it. I think it'll be available on retail fairly soon. There's loads of expansions for it and stuff like that as well. So watch this space. It's, it's a game that's going to, um, you'll probably see in the charts in the next couple of weeks. But it means all those people who've been hoarding their 1989 editions suddenly have got envy for the people who've got the They're new out. one. Crash so the market. Watch this space. Uh, this has been another episode of Bush's Board Game Thing powered by Zatu Games. Uh, have an amazing Christmas. Obviously, we'll see you before then, but hopefully some of the games that we have mentioned that you'll be able to see on our Instagram at Board Game Thing, just as a reminder, we'll give you a bit of a steer if you're buying presents for people this Christmas. We will see you next week. 